You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Hey guys, this is Katie at Kush. I just wanted to give you guys a friendly reminder. We do happy hour every morning from 10 to noon. It's every day, 20% off everything in store except for the daily deal. That's right, 20% off. You can get concentrates, edibles, pre-rolls, flour, all at 20% off every morning, 10 to noon. Come and see us. Welcome to the Kush Life Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and we are journeying together through the cannabis industry here in Oklahoma, OMM, and excited about being, well, at a bar, you know? (laughs) Normally, we're in a dispensary, or uh, we've started doing some at Zoom and recording out about uh, Kush Life, things going on in life, but uh, hey, we're going to mix cannabis and alcohol today. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds good to me. Sounds really I'm good. Ready. Yeah. I'm ready. So thank you to Crop Appies for uh, having us out and being cannabis friendly. Uh, this is actually how Brad and I met, uh, sitting out uh, smoking uh, out on the patio. So uh, it's become a, a good fan favorite of mine, definitely. We're back. We are back. Um, and uh, so you can find us at Kush Life Podcast on IG, and uh, to my ladies that are joining us, and then to Brad, please introduce yourself, and where do people find you? Hey guys, Jamie here, I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma, out here, I'm an OMMA patient, um, you can find me on Instagram, jamie.cazares420, check me out, I got a lot of content, doing a lot of TikToks, a lot of fun stuff, so a lot of cannabis related things, so definitely 18 and older, 21 and older, you know, group for sure. Definitely. Hey, I'm Michelle McDaniel, and I'm here with Stash House. Um, I've actually a uh, new cannamom to the world, um, but you know, you, I'm from military brat, so all over the place, and uh, just ready to share a little bit of my journey with you guys today. You can find me on Instagram at stashhouse.michelle, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. I'm Brad Johnson. Hi, Brad918, as my Instagram, and I am what you call a Canadad. I have three daughters, and they are close to my heart. But unfortunately, cannabis has kind of pushed them away a little bit. And we'll talk about that later. Oh, we will. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. (laughs) We will. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Really excited about it. So one of the fun questions we like to ask is, what was your first experience with cannabis? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I've got a good one for this one. All right. Then go. Okay. So this is actually how my husband and I met. (laughs) We're a snack, you know, smoking originally. Not actually how we met, but, I mean, it's how we started hanging out. You know, we would spend time on the back patio just smoking a joint and just kind of hanging out over cannabis. You know, we'd talk about each other. We'd talk about, you know, our up-and-coming fitness or, you know, whatever we had going on. Like, I mean, that's just our time that we had to hang out and get to know each other. So. Okay, but we want, I, I mean, this is the first story. The Literally, first no, this time is like, that you smoked. Oh, okay. So well, the very I mean, first, that's you know, might was be the it second a, time. So okay. the first time is going to be ROTC, not even going to lie. <laughs> this is going back. Okay, so was really drunk one night, and uh, my buddy goes, hey, have you ever tried this? And I was like, what? They're like, you want to smoke a joint? And I was like, 
Uh, me smoke a joint like no I'm like a little miss skinny two shoes seriously um I was most likely to join the regiment in high school so um (laughs) it's one of those things when you hand me a joint I'm like yeah no so I was drinking and I was like okay giving in to peer pressure and I did I smoked my joint and then within about five minutes projectile vomit like it was not a good experience like drinking and cannabis did not end well for me so needless to say it was a very very memorable one but I wasn't like rushing back into it so Hence the reason we went back 13 years later to finally smoking it on the back patio with my now husband. So, okay, that's yeah. what I was going to ask. What, what was that time frame in yeah, between? There was a yeah. lot of time frame there because I was years. like, don't drink too much and then smoke weed because then your room will spin. <laughs> so, yeah, don't. You I don't know. remember my first time. Is that bad? I remember my little sister's first time. <laughs> so, like, my little sister, we were in the back in the shed. I had just made a water bong, you know, with like the, um, it's like a little metal piece from your ceiling fan. You unscrew that little thing, you put it in the top of your two liter, and then you get like a jug and you take it out. We're in the back shed, and she got so stoned that she went to the front door. And instead of opening the door and walking through, she walked into the glass door, and my mom standing right oh there. God, you know what I mean? My mom's like, what is this? She was eight, mind you, and I oh feel terrible, but like, it is what it is. Like, eight, I know. it. Water bomb. So that made me eight, nine, ten, eleven. I was like, 12 or something like that. So, yeah. And we already knew how to make a water bong at 12. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, it it was interesting. It was really some good physics, man. But then, honestly, I mean, yeah, we were... We were learning stuff. And that was before YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, that was back in the day. So This was prior to TikTok, guys. Pre-TikTok, pre-Instagram, pre-Facebook. MySpace is where we were at back then, you know? Not MySpace. It wasn't that long Not, ago. Yeah. That was had MySpace, time. definitely. MySpace was 2006. Yeah, that's like 14 years ago. My yeah, son's going to be I was 13. 16 in 2006. No, no 2006. <laughs> that was 16 years ago because that's whenever I got with my husband. 16 years ago, 2006. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Now we're getting yeah. You were shit. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm old. Right? I was like, hold yeah. on, MySpace, hold on. Yeah, I'm no, like, that was 16 MySpace. years ago. Yeah, can Let's you believe it? MySpace. Did you? Yeah. So you didn't have like a, a song on your profile? You didn't oh have the glittery God. emoji with your Mine name? Mine was like, oh. or I think that's with emoji or a GIF or I don't know. Back then, I don't know. <laughs> they didn't have that JPEG? back then. Have no, that. yeah, it wasn't any of that back yeah. then. Yeah, you had to go and copy the files and stuff. You'd have to go to another website. The hyperlink. I you think know, they were like super hacking back then, www. too. www. <laughs> yeah, right. <sighs> All right, so favorite strain. Ooh, I could go on. I'm, yeah, I Right now, one. mine's going to be GMO. I'm definitely digging it. I've got this GMO from Ganelada Farms. It's fantastic. Like it's, I mean, and so with the GMO, it has to, it takes a longer process whenever they're growing it and everything. Um, it takes like an extra 30 days, I want to say. So it's a little bit higher price, but I mean, the trichomes and everything on that, but it tested out at 25% THC. Fantastic. I want to say the Terps were like 2.78%. So, I mean, it's, it's a fantastic strain, which GMO is garlic, mushroom, onion. Not if you guys didn't know that or not. Some people don't, you know. It's a little purpley, isn't it? It has a hint of purple, but I mean, it's super frosty. It's so nice. It's got some little bit of red hairs and everything. It's, yeah. You didn't know that? All right. I got educated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, I mean, you just threw it out like that. Nobody, and I'm like, well, I didn't know. I didn't know that it meant something. I've always heard GMO. A lot of people don't. But I didn't know that. I, I mean, I just didn't know that that's what it meant. All right. So yeah. Break so now that that us, now whenever you good. smell it again, the garlic mushroom onion. So okay. when you smell it, you're gonna smell that stank. It's like a dank, and you're like, man, it stinks so good though. You know it's what I mean? I have some for you guys to for smell sure. too. So you'll you'll get that full effect of what that I'm talking about. Full nose on there yeah. is a body. Like I mean, it's it's, it's very fantastic. Robust. Yeah. yeah. It's GMO is distinguishable amongst any. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indica. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a hybrid traditionally, but it's more more indica indica leaning for sure. Yeah, it's a really good strain. Yeah. What's your favorite? Mine personally, I'm gonna have to go with a gelato. Anything gelato based, man, it is. It is butter for me. I absolutely love gelato. Gelato makes me happy. It gets me going. I can smoke it before I go to the gym. I can smoke it before I go to bed. I mean, anything with gelato is the best. And it doesn't matter where it came from. I'm going to try it if it's gelato. (laughs) Uh, And what's gelato? It is going to be a hybrid. So, I mean, it's more of like a sativa you know, yeah. hybrid, I feel like. If you're going to smoke it and then go to the gym, it's got to be sativa, right? Yeah, it's more of a sativa leaning. But the oh, thing I is, is <laughs> sometimes there's sativas that act like indicas for me. So it's really terpene-based. Right. So, you know, when you have the gelato, you're going to find a little bit more of like a high um, a linalool, I think is what it is that I'm looking for. Um, kind of makes you feel euphoric, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. happy, bubbly. Um, and sometimes you can, I mean, you will find it in indicas too. I mean, you know, but it just depends on what you pair it with. So, but anyways, like the gelato though is genuinely like one of those strains that I have to, I love. I will, I will always stop everything and be like, whoop, right there. Yeah. Let me try that. Like, gelato cupcake, gelato least, this, right. gelato anything. You, I will try it for sure. All right. So bread, uh, we are going to talk. I think we kind of chatted about it. We thought maybe uh, it would be a decent topic. Uh, relationships. Was that, was that it? Relationships and cannabis? Yes. We talked a little bit about that. I mean, one of the reasons why I invited Michelle was to talk a little about her and her husband's relationship in cannabis. And they work together. Absolutely. And I thought, you know, what a what a cool household. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. And We've always to, worked together. <laughs> to have the openness to be able to talk about cannabis. I don't know if you have kids yet. Yeah, I, we okay. have a child. Uh-huh. So She's 10. Just to have that uh, conversation with a, a spouse. But, um, you know, there's there's still a lot of stigma around i'm trying to change the stigma every single day Me that's too. why i do the tiktoks that's why i'm so open the about cannabis my kids will tell you yeah my mom smokes you know what i mean like she medicates and i stay medicated all the time using just, the word medicated is key i yeah, mean making medicating. sure that you educate is key oh, i am yeah. big on education i started out as a promo girl with 1906 papa drop and mm-hmm. i'm telling you papa drops are micro dosing and yes you might have a high tolerance but i promise you it is not we were just, just talking about, this about yeah it's not <laughs> just about the thc and the potency of it it's about what that plant-based medicine can do for you and how like just how we eat every day and how we consume cannabis and what we're choosing to put into our bodies it's a lot more than what you really led on to yeah. i'm just you know i again i, 1906 <laughs> a, I tried it it was a really no, good yeah, product the, the 1906 are fantastic but They're whenever you job. when you smoke about it is what i talk about like whenever you're with your spouse or whatever you know getting back to the relationship mm-hmm. thing it it's like a whole different level of intimacy that you get to have with that person whenever you can sit oh, there and yeah. smoke and yeah. talk about the industry or what's going on or you know like my husband's not necessarily in the industry but he's dying to get in so like he started to grow so that way he'll have something you know extra to talk about that way oh, you yeah. know because everybody's trying to find their niche in the industry and like mm-hmm. I, you know i did manage a couple of dispensaries and stuff so i have a lot of knowledge that i've learned you know the little ins and the outs and stuff of it you know but it really is it's it's i feel like it's super important whenever you're um you smoke about it you gotta smoke about it gotta smoke together stay together i will yes, tell you couple. honestly like he and i started smoking on the back patio and I mean, I was just going across the street, hanging out with him. We were, you know, That's shooting cool. shit. You know, sorry for my language, um, but it was I know, not sure. Cuss, I'm like, hey, can I we say? Like a sailor. I don't curse like a sailor usually, <laughs> Listen, but just, you know, that's a lingo. Okay, so. like, <laughs> right here. okay, 
this is this is not PG rated, guys. Um, no, but I mean, we started, you know, smoking on the patio, and we are still smoking on the patio. You know, if we've got something that we we're not talking, we'll still go out and smoke together. Like, you know, I'm still angry with him, but we're gonna smoke together, absolutely. So, you know, I mean, cannabis brings people together. I mean, whether we be working together or whether we're home just grilling. It makes you happy. It does. It's a great thing. Have you found that maybe that sometimes it can get in the way? I'm sorry? Have you found that maybe sometimes it can get in the way? Yeah. Well, I mean, are you talking like in what way? If both don't. Oh, yeah, for sure. If both don't consume, then it's like, so you've got one person that's like, you know, completely against it. They're like not cannabis friendly or whatever. They don't understand. Again, the education. (laughs) Education is key. You know, I mean, it's it's really hard to take somebody that grew up in a different environment that, you know, they weren't around cannabis. They don't consume cannabis themselves. So it's not something, it's kind of like a drinker. You know what I mean? If you drink, you know, it's not necessarily... I, I think I mean the reason the why I brought it up like is because I think it's I think it's great the way you guys have it. But if you're on the other side, and uh, and you know I was dating somebody last year that didn't smoke. Now she had come out of some drug rehab where she had gotten into some other stuff, right? Former part of her life, you know, and over the past year she had you know gotten out of it, and so but she couldn't then want to also smoke. But I would around her, and it became a thing because she said it would make her feel like she wanted to go back and do the other ah, stuff. Ah, see, yeah. so sometimes, yeah, it well, can be. But that's a person again. I, it's a personal thing that I think maybe she was struggling with. But if you don't smoke together and you don't have that common balance, it can be an issue. Well, and that's what I mean. So yeah. that, or that's what I was going to say. Like, so she would try because I would smoke at night, right? And when she would be there, you know, like <laughs> it was like, hey, let's do this. Well, yeah, and so she finally did, but and then she, she didn't like it at all, Aww. right? It made her want, and and it that that's became, sad. Well, it did like so it became a bit of a divide in the relationship. Yeah, and I would think that like I mean, it's becoming one of those things, right? Either you do or but you don't, same, and where's that? I mean, at the beginning of my relationship, I wasn't a, a cannabis user, so like I didn't smoke. But my husband has smoked religiously for sixteen years, so I didn't. Right, that's where I my husband's at. I didn't ever. I didn't ever try to change him. Like, I knew coming into the relationship, hey, he's a smoker. He's going to smoke. I'm not going to try to make him stop. I'm not going to try to, you know, try to change him in any way. If that's something he wants to do, you know, he's a grown man. He's has that choice, you know. So I never held it against him, I guess you would say. But I also didn't really drink back then either, and he would drink too. But I'm like, hey, you know, that's what you do, you know. I don't have to do exactly what you're doing to be happy and be with you. I love you, you know, no matter what type of thing, you know. So and not necessarily... You don't have to smoke together to stay together. But if you, know. you do. But if you do, it's fantastic because now that I smoke, I mean, we wake up in the morning and he rolls two joints. So as soon as he, as soon as we get up, like that's, I'm like, get the kit. Like, where's, where's the butt out? <laughs> where's we need the, to yeah. smoke. Yeah. We got to smoke like, before we even get smoke. ready. Yeah. And we'll get up. We drink our coffee. Sometimes we'll go to the gym or whatever. We used to go run the trail every morning at like six, but it's too cold before to do that. Like, it was before like the, the winter Arctic. Arctic, Arctic yeah. <laughs> like, forget that. But run the trail. Do you that. go up to Turkey? No, but we would oh, go. So we would chase her, actually, know, you know, right? with a pan. Like, oh, like, no. <laughs> so he, I would always be trying to follow him. Like, he can go and go. I'm So I quit. So I was smoking cigarettes for a long time. And then I went to vaping. And I quit vaping because I wanted to be able to run. I wanted to be able to run at least a mile so I could keep up with him because he, like, takes off. He's super fit. And I'm like, uh, you know, he can drink and eat whatever he wants. Still stays in shape. Me, I'm like, you know, I got to work at it. Body types. Yeah. Here we go. We genetics, man. Yes, genetics matter. <laughs> even in cannabis, they genetics really matter. They really do. Genetics matter in cannabis, even. Everything. 
Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, we're going. We, we get tangent again. <laughs> were you asking me? I don't about know where the story Valentine's was going. Day? Is where I was wondering. I know you were. You were talking <laughs> you were about. Ta- you know. <laughs> you were talking. I don't know. You got. You, you like went on this trail about how great your husband was and this his body. That's a relationship. Yeah, you were like like Kina was talking about. Kinda, me. So we were talking about the. You, yeah, you, know. you got sidetracked by. So, yeah, like, you like, like, got it. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> he's a good guy. Yeah. He really is a good guy. No, but I mean, so. But it, we do so, and he's grown though because he wasn't always that way. You know what I mean? We've grown together. Like cannabis really brought us together. It gives us something to talk about in the morning. You know what I mean? Like we can talk about cannabis, or we can talk about you know Instagram, what people are doing out on there. You know, because everybody's on Instagram and stuff. So I mean, it, it really does bring you together. Um, I yeah, or yeah. apart, or yeah. Or I mean, apart. it can take you apart <laughs> if you know one you know isn't into it or whatever. You know, I mean, I get it. I will, I've yeah. seen it. I will I've say seen it like. Firsthand. He, my husband and I have literally gone through, you know, 10 years of, we started with cannabis and now we work together in the industry. And to be completely honest, I wouldn't have it any other way. I love what cannabis has done for my life and my journey. And even, you know, I have a 10 year old daughter. Um, it went from where I would actually keep it from her and I was smoking in the garage and I was like, I don't want to be caught. You know, my ex-husband's a Marine. Like, Oh God, what do I do? You know? And then, cool. Yeah. Pause, pause. Because that's where I wanted okay, to Okay, I was wondering. I, yeah. I can go on with little tidbits here. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's why I wanted to set it up. I wanted to say, you know, if, if any of us, like, I'll, I'll say it, but that it, it, it'd be cool. That would be the next part of a relationship, right? right? Like, when do we as parents talk to our kids? Right. So, and have I you, think have to you, each person it's different. Yeah. Have you gotten there yet? <laughs> yes, of course. I'm very open with my child. Okay, great. So, what age were they? Walk us through that story. Why, as a mother, did you make that decision? I think there'd be a lot of people that can can relate. You yeah. bet. Yeah. So, I'm a Girl Scout mom. You know, it's cookie season right now. Um, my daughter's 10. You know, there's all the changes. You know, they're always questioning, what are you doing? What's that? Can I try this? You know, yeah, that's mommy's drink, but I know it's alcohol. Or, yeah, that's, a, you know, a joint. But what's this joint? Like, if you can do it, why can't I? I mean, oh, yeah. I was the biggest sister one time, too. So, I kind of put myself in like being the little sister role you know and having a daughter like you know is kind of the same thing like they look up to you they want to do what you're doing they want to know what you know and why you're doing it so my biggest thing was you know so I'm split with my ex-husband he's a marine um and you know we've had this debatical of you know how to raise our daughter, especially in two separate households. So his dichotomy and my dichotomy in the house are way different. Um, I smoke around my daughter, like, openly, just like I drink a Coca-Cola. He, on the other hand, if, you know, I pulled out a joint in front of him, would think it was the end of the world. <laughs> but, again, it all depends on how you grow up. Um, I decided, you know, around Sophie being five, six, you know, we were around other people that were very like-minded. They had children of the same age. Uh, We congregated together, really, and it was like a communal choice. I didn't really choose to introduce her or not introduce her, but as I, you know, kind of was around these people and around this family and this can of fam, as you would like to call it, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just openly told her, you know what? Mommy is medicated. I do have a medical card. I do utilize this just like a prescription. All right. When did you do that? How old was she? What brought you to that decision point? Um, I would say within the last three years. So when she was, she just turned 10. So when she was about seven, I mean, she's a very mature kid. Did she smell it? 
Oh, she totally can smell it. It's one of those things like, what is that smell? It yeah. stinks, you know? And now she's at the age where it's like, kind of, can I smell that? I'm like, or she's like, what is this gummy? And it, is that medicated is her first question she asks me now. You know, it went from not smoking around her to she's like, is that medicated? Dang it, I wanted to try it. That's an important question. <laughs> yeah, it's a very important question, especially nowadays when you got cool packaging and you've got all these things, you know. Um, but yeah, so getting back on track, though, you know, she was probably about seven eight, you know, but at the same time, I had just introduced my medical card too. I had told her, you know, this is my card. You know, I go just like if I were to go get a prescription, like my doctor, I mean, my doctor did write this, you all. We need to make sure we're educating our kids this way too. And we're treating it as so it's not just crazy something that we smoke with our body. I mean, yeah, you can, but I'm saying like, I personally have anxiety and I am way more chill when I, you know, partake and I medicate the way that I'm supposed to. And I have educated my daughter on that and my ex-husband even. So. So you had the talk with the ex? Uh, the talk with my ex-husband, um, it's always hit or miss. He's never going to be on board. No, um, but you did talk to him? But Oh, yeah, 100%. He knows. Um, I'm open with it. I've got my card. You know, uh, it was kind of a, a a legal jab every once in a while before it was legal, oh, you yeah, know? Like and that, I was yeah. like, and he knew I partook, but I was like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not, you know, a sloppy drunk. I'm not, you know, there's a lot of other things I feel like that would be a lot worse than consuming cannabis on occasion. <laughs> did you ever smoke with him? Oh, Lord, no. But I did catch him smoking spice, I guess, one time back in the core, like back in the day. I don't know. He burned his fingers. I was watching him out the window and he burned his fingers and I was like, what were you doing out there? And he was like, what? I was like, I was watching you through the window. <laughs> he was like, uh, uh, yeah, I saw you. Yeah, no, right, no, but that was the first and last time I ever witnessed him doing anything like that. I was like watching that. you through the window. Man. Yeah. Can <laughs> uh, but no, you know, talking to him and being open with him, I don't, I don't really care how he feels about it because I'm not doing anything wrong. Not so that at the end of the end of the day, like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to and I'm medicating properly. So. I show up to work, I do my job, and I love it, and I take care of my kid, and I sell Girl Scout cookies, and that's that, you know? <laughs> For sure. That's the best job. Right. Have I love you, being a mom. Have you talked to your daughter? So, yeah. So, I've got two kids, actually. I've got a 12-year-old and almost a 13-year-old. So, my son's going to be 13 in April. I can't believe it. Um, but, yeah. So, they we've always treated it kind of like cigarettes. So, they've been around cannabis since they were born, honestly. I mean, because my husband, again, has smoked for 16 years. Um, I'm a very open and honest person with them. So, I'd much rather be honest with them and let them know what's going on than trying to hide it from them and then them go to school and be like, yeah, my mom smokes grass. They're like, what's grass? You know what I mean? Or, you know, whatever the case may be. But, um, yeah, we've always just been really open and, and I feel like they're not as curious about cannabis. They're kind of like, ah, oh, you know, the, the stigma with them has changed. You know, it's not something like my parents where they were like hiding it, you know, in the bathroom or right. yeah, they're like, oh my gosh, we don't do that. And now I'm trying to change their stigma as well. You know, I don't want my kids to have the stigma. I'd rather them just come into the world knowing that it's okay. It's, it's a, you know, it's, it's a plant. It's not. It's, it's not, not known as wacky tobacco anymore. It's, yeah, it's not <laughs> tobacco. It's that there's that. not five thousand <laughs> chemicals. It's something that grows. And we don't have to do much to it. So right. show a little bit of love. And I mean, you know, you guys were asking me about my husband. You know, my current husband. You know, he is like the reason my whole cannabis journey ever started. Like even Ray, my daughter is as open about it as we are, because to be honest, he is the canna man. Like in my world, he brought me to it. He educated. Without him, I wouldn't. 
know what I know about cannabis, nor would I have dropped the pharmaceuticals like the anti-anxiety or the antidepressants, you know, the SSRIs, as they tell you that what you were need. You on? Um, I was on Lexapro for a hot minute, but to be honest, it made it things so much worse. Um, I just have a an OCD. Like, I'm super, like, I like things a certain way, and that's just the way it is. So I just smoke a lot of weed, and it helps me not feel that way. I <laughs> leave the dust bunnies a little longer. <laughs> what do you normally smoke? What do you mean? Like, just what's your go-to flower? Normal style. Oh. Are you lean sativa? Are you lean hybrid? You I'm lean more of indica? a hybrid indica, but then I also go with the flow. And I know that that sounds like such a stigma for a girl, but I mean that. Because as I, like, go through my cycle as a woman, mm-hmm. I notice that some strains during, like, my cycle, you know, will give me energy where I might be lacking. And then other times I might need to lean more towards an indica where I might have too much energy. Oh, and great. it brings me on with my pain or inflammation or cramps or whatever. I'm, you know, I've just, it's a whole, it just depends, really. But I genuinely go towards a hybrid, like, honestly. Well, it's interesting. I haven't heard any... Any females say that? Yeah, well, I'm really big on paying attention to, like, your body and listening to how it works. And because everybody's different. Like, you know, we have an endocannabinoid system, right? Which I'm going to bring up something that I'm not as educated as I sound on, okay? (laughs) Um, But it's one of those things that I do want to become more educated on. And we all have an endocannabinoid system, just like our nervous system. It's like a thumbprint, you know? Just when I drink alcohol, it reacts to me a certain way. When I smoke a hybrid, it reacts to me a certain way. When I smoke an indica, you know, eat it, consume, however it is, you know, however you choose to medicate, your body is going to respond how it wants to. And each of us are different. So as I go through my cycle, every month is going to be different. You know, some days I might feel a little more jolly than the next. So pick your strain, focus on your terpenes, educate yourself on the product that you're putting in your body, you know, learn about 1906, you know, learn about, you know, green hornets, learn about right, Chiba. What's 1906? Again, you that's the Papa earlier, drop. I know. But I didn't, but I didn't, I didn't Okay, so we are on Valentine's Day. I'll go ahead and give a shout out to 1906 <laughs> New Highs. Oh, 1906, the little yeah, tablet things that you eat. Yeah. Oh, you, don't, yeah. you don't want to eat them. I do not recommend yeah, not you're right. You're right. Don't eat them. It's but, like a pill. but once I once you said that and you went Valentine's, I went, oh fuck mm-hmm. yeah, love, love, love is amazing. Love is love, and oh. we are out of love right now because Stash oh. House has been producing like crazy, and everybody is buying like crazy. Everybody's so out of love. Everybody's out of. Yeah. Everybody's got love. So yeah, that, so love. Love, love is an interesting uh, aphrodisiac. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fuck, got what the Viagra it? of the Amazon in it, it. Well, no, it started that that that's. Uh, uh, well, do you want fuck, the name? what is it called? I've got my notes. Hold I on. I keep forgetting. I used to take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pura Pima? No, 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 no. The aphrodisiac, uh, it's it's out of Asia. Um, Hang on. Oh, fuck. I can't remember. Uh, so part of my story was heavy depression. The ashwagandha or the damiana? Ashwagandha. Because ashwagandha helps with so many things. Yeah, but ashwagandha is a natural aphrodisiac. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is classified as a adaptogen is what they call it. So, so a lot of my journey when I hit forty, I I went ahead and decided, okay, I'll go get one of those checks. Like, you know, I hey, I don't blame you. Everybody should. You should at forty. Hundred percent. For a male, it's one of those. It's one of those things, right? And and when I I got my results back on cholesterol was over four hundred. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, Easy fix though. 
not an easy fix by any means. Just to change the lifestyle, I, I was, right? Well, yeah, a massive change of lifestyle yeah. because I was in massive depression right. and I was comforting myself with my comfort food of fried oh, chicken. Yeah. Fried I, chicken. I struggle with that. Every day, right? Oh, yeah. And and then I, I drank a lot. Mexican food every oh, day. Oh, yeah. Right? And those two things together are just... It is a bad combination. Yeah. So when I looked at all the different results, I thought my testosterone was a little low. Now, it was still in the average, but mm-hmm. I've just always, you know, like. Again, everybody's different. Everybody's different. And <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, fuck no, I'm not going to be down in the average. I've never <laughs> been average, right? I so, be above average. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but I wasn't going to go start popping any. So I started taking ashwagandha. Right. And. It's a really, it really boosts a male what testosterone. It, it, it manages your stress level, really. It brings well, your cortisol I'm, level For down. you as a female, maybe. For me as a male, I'm just saying, talking to the males, like, it really boosts just energy. Yeah, right? really. I, I may, Absolutely. It's, it's not just sexual energy, it, it, but for a man, it probably derives sexually, right? Mm-hmm. So as I started then thinking more just younger, I remember taking it and I just was like, <laughs> wow, like. Ooh, just it really good, just started like yeah it started to boost me right yeah. um and so then when i found it on 1906 and love i went oh fuck yeah <laughs> i went <laughs> like, all the love yes. <laughs> but you have to take two they always say if you're gonna take the love take i mean two. i mean you don't always but start out with two it don't start with the one you're not gonna feel it yeah you gotta go two Minimum. I'm going to tell you, I take love every day, and I don't have an issue in the bedroom, but I love taking it for that happy, that yeah, warm, that, that because A you lot know, of the butt tenders will mix it with the bliss. So I've heard about oh. the bliss, but I've also heard um, just mixing like the go and the genius and stuff as well, you know, I, mixing them together. That, I just want to break down the, really quickly the educational, like, so you guys are bringing up all the little things inside of love. The ashwagandha is something that actually does provide more than just, you know, hey, it's going to make me feel energetic. It boosts your brain function overall, okay? Oh, wow. It lowers your blood sugar. So these are all things you were talking about that you were having issues with, right? But then you started taking this one little... You know, and then you've got lowers your cortisol level. So it's going to bring your stress level down, which is going to naturally make you ready to roll in general because you're going to feel more peppy because that little monster's pep- off yeah. your back, right. you know, yeah. um, your anxiety and depression that ashwagandha fights that um, there's Damiana in there, which is going to naturally increase your overall sexual arousal. So, you know, then you've got your other couple things in there that are going to increase blood flow. And it's just like an overall euphoric great thing and you don't even have to take it for what you think you're going to take it for but in combination with you know like other cannabis it's a bomb one to have I'm feeling better already <laughs> I know right I'm like I it's think I have change. love actually so like we've got samples guys so we got oh, wait, samples actually yeah, I, do Valentine's Day tomorrow. We do. <laughs> I was that tomorrow yes I was at the dispensary and they tried to sell me a little va- love package I'm like I'm good <laughs> Got your little care package. You're like, hey, listen, we got. I know Valentine's Day. Get- so no. I got married on Valentine's Day. Is that cliche? Well, happy anniversary. Yeah, it'll happy be my anniversary. anniversary. So super easy. So to we've remember. been married for. Se- I know, right? That's what oh, I yeah. thought. Yeah, I, I was trying to be easy on him. I was like, Valentine's Day, let's do it. So that's seven years ago. So we've been married seven, but we've been together sixteen. And we're about to get 15 inches. I'm telling you. I'm I'm like, what a great way to bring in the Valentine's Day. We're going to be stuck indoors. You know, I've got the love already on stock. I mean, we're going to have a great time. It's going to be fun. She's got the Corona. (laughs) (laughs) As long as there's no Rona. I know, right? No Rona. I mean, the Corona. Oh, wait. Yeah, we're not talking 2020 (laughs) flashbacks, guys. Sorry. No No flashbacks. Uh, Fun talk. Fun talk. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Brad, anything that you want to talk about? You guys were t- I know you guys were talking about business and work. I didn't know if you had any more questions regarding like. Oh, well, you know, I think both, both of you, I've known both of you in the, in the industry. First, I want to say you're very hard workers. And I've known them for a short time. I see them on Instagram, always promoting their products. But just seeing the women in the industry has to be a huge change for the whole industry itself. Because I will say the the women in in the cannabis industry in Oklahoma, it's very, very strong. Oh, for sure. I would say that women dominate. Oh, well, that's just in general. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is one industry. That poor sales guy walking in, that, that male... Oh, yeah. They're definitely, I've seen it happen. We bring in the cannabis and the giggles. I mean, you know, you're smitten. But I've seen these these girls. They work really hard. And I think that to have them here and tell us about the journey is going to be a a positive effect for most of our patients out there. And I think um, myself, it's it's just been a very um, tough journey for some of them. Some of for us. Sure. I mean, COVID, and it's been a big change for a lot of us. But I will say, cannabis, the sales has boomed. Oh, absolutely! Cannabis, yeah, we haven't changed. I mean, yeah. in the cannabis industry, if not, we're we're doing like double what we were doing last year. You know I what bet. I mean? Like it's it's crazy. I haven't looked at the exact numbers, so don't quote me on that. But like you know, a lot of like, and when I know in, when I was in the dispensary and stuff, my sales have definitely doubled um just from the pandemic and everything well yeah everyone's at home everyone's like hey i need something to cope with what's going on you know the pandemic has been really scary for a lot of people essential workers essential workers right essential workers yeah we are the essential workers like we did not shut down not for a second like we were if anything we're like we got to stay open longer like people are knocking our doors down like hey we need to medicate like this is when we started finding 24 hour liquor stores though liquors yeah and drive-thrus drive-thrus are huge all right so what do you think of 2021 to 2025 like five years out four years out where is the industry because i was i was recently on um i I think we talked about a second ago this new app called clubhouse yeah right clubhouse uh and there's a big cannabis boom through clubhouse and you can go and sit in different uh oh yeah different like establishments where you can kind of like venues where you can Mm -hmm. well yeah they call them clubs Clubs? but you go into these clubs and then like anyway so i've listened to a couple of them and there's a big talk that within the next 10 to 15 years, you know, it's going to be just we're in that moment of uh, uh, when we couldn't drink alcohol everywhere. Oh, like a prohibition. Yeah. We, we're in that yeah, prohibition cool. period right now with yeah. cannabis through parts of the country. But right. within the next couple to five years, like possibly the door. right, possibly through the main part of the U.S., we're all canna friendly to when in 15 years. Nobody what is it blinking. right? What does it look like? Right. And so we're we're in 2021. You know, what does 10 years in Oklahoma look like? What does five years in Oklahoma look like? What do, what do you guys think the industry evolves to? It's so hard to say because we're in such a gray area right now. So we are the Wild West right now. We are the so Wild like West. everybody's coming from California, Colorado, Oregon. Everybody they're like, we want to come to Oklahoma because we don't have that regulation that that they that they do. Um, we don't have a grow limit. So we have. I've met so many growers who are like, hey, we've come here to to set that limit because we're going to grow so much pot that they have to set a limit. You know, it's crazy. 75,000 pounds is what I've seen. Um, it's the most that I've seen at this point of, of pot. You know what I mean? It's crazy in Oklahoma. Um, (laughs) 
Too many beers and too too much blue dream outside, I think. That darn dad. I do that all the time. I'm like, hold on, wait. I know, I'm like, there we go. All right, now take off, Michelle. No, we were talking about the wild, wild west. The wild west of the industry. You were going. So see, Jasmine always gets me. So like, that's that's my girl. So whenever I was in in the dispensary and stuff, I'd always forget where I was at because, you know, cannabis will do that to us. Jasmine brought her back. She would always bring me back. And so now Michelle is my Jasmine because Jasmine's off doing her, living her best life. All right, so where were you? Where was I, Michelle? We're talking about the Wild Wild West. Everybody's coming because it's a wild west. Where are we in the industry? Where are we going to be? Where are we going to be at? So I see that we're going to be federally legal by the end of the year. I think that we're going to go recreational in Oklahoma. I feel that it's really coming. Like, it's almost there. We're not quite ready for it, but I feel like by the end of the year, we're going to be there. You think, like, but I honestly, you, okay, so hold on. By the, the end of 2021, we're going to be federally legal, I feel like. At least recreational in Oklahoma. For okay, sure. Okay, well, that's two predictions. Federally legal through the whole, you think by the end? Of, I don't think that's so possible. For it? sure, in Oklahoma, we're going to be recreational. But well, at the end of 2021. Federally legal by the end of 2025, I feel like we'll definitely be federally legal by there. I so, yeah. So, then, first yeah. year, we're definitely going to be recreational in Oklahoma by the end of 2021. But by 2025, I feel like we're going to be. I mean, the stigma is already pretty much. It's. It's. We're changing the stigma every single day with Instagram. I mean, you've got so many influencers that are out there just, I mean, I do a dab every day and I do a video of it, you know, so I can show that stigma changing slowly. I mean, it's it's pretty incredible to get to watch. Going from military wife to now can a wife, it's kind of like, <laughs> I mean, I was an ROTC cadet, you know, and I like kept my doors shut to this. I never would have ever dreamed of like my daughter, Sophie, like talking about cannabis and now I consume it around her as well as, you know, like other children that as long as they understand, I'm not just going to openly go roll a blunt and like smoke it in front of your kid. But my point is, is as long as they know what it is and they properly understand what it's being used for, they're not going to go and abuse it. You know, education's key. Um, but I've gone from literally not involving it in my life to all of a sudden now it's everything, you know, it's like, Hey, we're going to run to the grocery store. Do you want to first? first? (laughs) All right. So isn't that a crazy thing? Isn't it? Like, would you have ever imagined in Oklahoma you would do that? Um, no. Ever imagined in my life? No. <laughs> right? So I, I smoked one outside of Target after I went in. I'm just sitting in my Jeep, and I was like, fuck it, I got to smoke. And some guy in his car comes by and, like, waves, and he's like, fuck yeah. Gives you the thumbs up. <laughs> I love it. No, to be honest, like being in the school line, like, you know, I'm like, sometimes I'll go pick up my kid in the middle of the day, you know, because we got a dental appointment and I just got done smoking a joint with my husband or, you know, maybe, you know, I got a client because I mean, I sell cannabis. I work for Stash House. We, we sell, you know, and sometimes, you know, people are like, well, I want to try your product. Try it with me, you know, and so I'll sit there and I'll smoke. But it's one of those things that, you know, I then have to go pick up my kid and I'm like, ooh, eh, who cares? I got my card, you know, if they want to question me question me i don't i don't have a problem explaining it so you brought up something we have the card yeah we have this card now that makes us that makes us legal and i've been told that i am too open with my card and i i smoke wherever i want where it's legal and i have too much conversation about cannabis and I always bring up my card while well, I have my card. So I use that card sometimes as the conversation like a piece, right. as a shield sometimes. But um, I would say that the more I see people out there using cannabis and I ask if they have their card, I'm hearing more people, yes, I have my card. 
And so they're more comfortable with more it now. comfortable hanging out together. It's self like minded people. You're just following the rules is my I, I it's, that, it's that simple. It's a gold star. It's like, hey, I did what I was supposed to at the end of the day. I'm following the rules. <laughs> so that card hopefully will become a recreational card. Right. Okay. They're setting Should up the stage. Hold on, hold on. Do you really want it to go right? I don't. Yeah, I don't personally I don't want it to go recreational. I, don't want it to I like the fact that you have like to have a card. Yeah, I like I, the fact that you have to go. I mean, it, it just changes it. You know what I mean? Whenever you have to have your card and go in there. Um, if anybody can go in there and do it, I mean, like. Especially as a mom. I mean, yeah. I don't want my kid to just go into a grocery yeah, store you don't want and anybody to, to be able to do it. Until they know what they're purchasing. Kind of like carrying a gun. I mean, in Oklahoma, we are an open carry now. But before, you know, my husband had his, his carrying concealed license. So, you know, he had to go and have training. You had to know training. how to use that. And it's all about the education again whenever you go recreational Sorry, education goes completely out the door now i'm not somebody that necessarily uses medicinally i i consume cannabis just sometimes just to get high you know yeah. what i mean just to get really really husband. medicated but you know i mean it just it's just different well you know i you bring up a great point my husband only smokes because he loves to get high and he will argue with me all day like dude doesn't matter what it is like i'm gonna smoke it it's gonna be great and i love it i don't need it medicinally and he has his card you know but he and I consume it for two different purposes mm-hmm. I actually need it to function like I actually need it to cerebrally calm me down so I can go to that silly PTA meeting and be with all those other moms that are like oh my god I did this paleo bar and it's great and I'm like dude this is from Walmart and I really hope you're cool with the packaging it has got peanuts in it <laughs> um, but seriously though you know I mean Totally went on a tangent there. But, you know, my husband's the, you know, smoke it just to get high. I'm a, I can't forget. Like, I I can't be too cerebrally in my own thoughts that I can't function. So I smoke. It lets me remember. It allows me to do what I need to do on a daily basis. And I'm good. So you mentioned about working out and you smoke before you work out. Yes. I used to do the same thing. Okay. I didn't, I haven't worked out in a while. So if if I go work out again, I'll smoke before I work out. (laughs) Right. Back in the days, there was a guy named Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, Arnold. I love Arnold. Who used to smoke two joints smoke two joints before he worked out. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And that's been for years that two that's joints. been out there. Got to listen to Start Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> the governor now of California. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is a, an idol of my husband's. And, you know, you all probably don't know him by Scott like I do. But everybody in the no. world knows my husband is tiny, not so tiny. Um, <laughs> but uh, his nickname, yeah, he's 6'5", 300 and some odd muscle pounds. Like, dude, uh, don't even get me started. Uh, but anyways, like, you know... Um, Arnold. Arnold, right. I was like, that's his. I was like, I got tangented there. Uh, But no, it's definitely his role model. I guarantee you that Arnold had a huge influence on my husband's consumption of cannabis and, you know, just his fitness industry world because he was so involved in powerlifting and, you know, doing all these things. And cannabis is a huge part of his life. So I think it's great that you bring up actually Arnold. He he was an idol of mine. Yeah. So, so did you uh, continue to smoke two joints before you worked out? All the time. I all start time. my day with two joints. Like it's like a ritual. Like there's I get, a song uh, about I do it, two right? Two joints, two dabs. That's that starts the day. You know, we talking about two joints. Yes. I know. I was gonna say there, there's you know a song, song about it. Like I mean, you know, it's legit if there's a song about it. <laughs> uh, help me out with the song. Ooh, how does it even? It's like 
I, I smoked two joints in the morning, and after that, I smoked two more or something like that. I mean, and then I, I smoked know. two more. And yeah, something. like, Ishel's really good at, like, the, the lyrics. I'm terrible. So, like, when we're in the car and I'm singing a song, he's, like, correcting me the whole time. I'm like, hey, bro, what if I was freestyling? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what if I just went off the track and you just fixed it for me? I'm like, I freestyle let me be creative. Of you know, go back through that, two joints, and freestyle. The let two joints. This right. I know. I'm like, maybe we can get it at no, I want smoke you to two freestyle. dabs in the morning. And after that, I smoked two more something. I don't know. It's something like that. He would definitely be a lot better at it than I am. Where's Scott when you need him? Tiny. Know, right? He's I'm usually like, our uh, beatboxing. Like, <laughs> Speaking know. of which, could that be break time? Uh, well, it's it's probably finish time. Finish, finish time, right? Is it finish time? Yeah, okay. we're at 42 minutes. Oh my god! Oh, wow, I know, right? It's almost five o'clock, guys. See, you can talk cannabis. <laughs> you can talk <laughs> cannabis <a> forever. <laughs> I know, guys. Right? And I could literally, I mean, send questions. I mean, I oh, talked sure. about a lot of different things today, and we're all over the place. But you know, when it comes to cannabis, I think we need to come up with a full wrap of education's key, like knowing what you're consuming and why you're consuming it, or how it works with your body. You know, edibles are going to be differently for everyone. Um, I don't know. I just always, always, we are a uh, medicated um, pharmaceutical, as you would call it, state, uh, medicinal, you know, but we just need to make sure that um, we treat it as so too, you know, so. So I know that 1906 had actually done a study on um, different states that are medicinal and Oklahoma was number one um, with the 1906 because we were more medicinally ran. Like we're not so necessarily, we're not just all about the high. We want to know about the terpenes. We have Patients coming in daily that want to know what the exactly. words that, the plant-based medicines are going to be what interact with those micro-dosed THC mm-hmm. and CBD amounts, um, you know, and they're going to use those plant-based medicines with our endocannabinoid system, which you know, everybody's like, "What's this endocannabinoid system that I've been hearing about?" Like, I'm like, "Dude, it's like your nervous system, but for cannabis, and we all have one." So Google that, okay? GTS. Yeah. All right, we'll try and put this out before, but it, it probably will fall on Valentine's Day. Sweet. So I don't That's know okay. if I don't know if they'll get to it in time to go get some. I love. know, right? Like, hey, try to you can never get either to love way. Too Valentine's late. Day, okay. the day after. <laughs> yeah, I keep it in my caboodle. So I mean, you know, you gotta stay stocked in her caboodle. In <laughs> my caboodle <laughs> slash kit, you know, my sample kit. Keep everything in there. It's like Guys, my purse. she has a tackle box for her marijuana. Hey, hmm. it's it's a classy tackle box. That's I love it. I got oh, it at Ulta. Great. It was like a hundred dollars, well, and I had credit, so I got it for like eighty. You need some stickers on there. I know, but you I'm definitely so- need stickers. I know, <laughs> I know. I'm talking my notebook. Has- ladies, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Great yeah. discussion. Thank you, ladies. Thanks for having. I mean, we jumped. We got from- a little lost. No, no. <laughs> we jumped from we working found. with our husbands to 1906 to, yeah, how- to talking with kids. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I mean, ashwagandha is great shit. Guys, I mean, everything. I can keep talking. You well, have a great day. Blue dream. Hey, blue dream. That's what we love about blue dream. That's how we start. <laughs> <laughs> have a great night. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. Bye bye. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. Kush life.